Play-By Podcast is hosted on the Abnormal Mapping Network, which you can find at abnormalmapping.com or support through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash abnormalmapping. The old farmstead, now overtaken by the fog of the miasma, had been abandoned by its previous owner years ago by the look of it. Empty barns, a derelict farmhouse, crops limp and dying in fields overgrown with wildflowers, the rotted wood along the perimeter fence. Whatever caretakers this place had seen were long gone. And the gate of that selfsame fence had been left open. To him, this seemed quite the portent. His companions felt much the same, and so the whole lot of them sat down in that farmhouse. After a few nights spent roaming the property, he had the thought that maybe, just maybe, they should stay here instead of roaming. Instead of heading further into the miasma. Instead of following that voice like all the others who'd roamed with him before they changed. He could still hear that voice. The one who had brought them into the miasma. He was almost positive that they all could could not risk bringing them closer to her. He knew what that would do to them all, slowly but surely, as it had the others. For now, everyone was fed, rested, and happy. And that was enough. Welcome to Play by Podcasts, an actual play podcast about storytelling through the medium of tabletop role-playing games. I'm Michael, the GM, and today I'm joined by Leon Barnes. Yo. Liam Higgins. Hey. And Laura Coe. Hey. And last week... <laughs> you guys are just, this is just going to become some sort of escalation yeah, right. that's never going to end until we're all dead. After a while, it's just like, it's like bird sounds like... Ah! <laughs> it's just going to go up in pitch until eventually only dogs can hear the yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's like shepherd tone level or whatever, yeah. Last episode, we got into some shenanigans at the Oxbow Harvest Festival. Mm -hmm. Sure did. Typical, you know, backwater shenanigans. (laughs) You know, you just wander into town and get decked by one of the various, like, town patriarchs. Mm -hmm. Who you happen to have a blood feud with, DeGrasse. Yeah, Mm -hmm. made a right fool out of myself that time. (laughs) But I'd do it again. But wait, he's not done. (laughs) We learned a little bit about uh, DeGrasse and DeGrasse's hometown, the way that uh, his hometown sort of operates and the... the fails to operate. Various (laughs) actors within it who have some sort of three-way, like, hate pyramid. Mm Mm-hmm. Where like if two of them are together, they shit talk the other yeah. one. But they're also shit talking each other, and like they're like church friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like they're, yeah. they're pleasant enough to each other when they're around each other, but if they're not like together, they are like just yeah shitting on one knifing another. each other in the back constantly, mm-hmm. as you do, as you do. And DeGrasse, having been away from Oxbow for some time, decided that what he needed to do was elevate that, mm-hmm. <laughs> just escalate Hell the yeah. whole situation, <laughs> just raise the volume all the way up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get into a fist fight in the middle of the Harvest Festival. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got clocked. That's how I make my livings. 
He's just like your fucking drunk uncle who starts shit at the county fair. Your like 19, 20 year old drunk uncle. Yeah. As, or no, like, he's like, like 17. 17, yeah, 17, 17, yeah. 17 yeah. To, to in, as, the, as the DeGrasse Tillfield defender, yeah, I'm logging on to tell you that he has been through a lot. I've been yes. through, yeah, hell of a lot. At the tender age of 17. And he is going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And now he's actually going through even more stuff as he is drunkenly stumbling toward his old homestead. Yeah. Which has been abandoned for how long? Oh, uh, a couple long years. He's been gone. Yeah, yeah, a couple years. I mean, imagine if the 500 years that aged Gollum had happened <laughs> to in like a the span of 17 years <laughs> to a location. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would also like to note that last episode, we. Uh, when when Lyra went back to town to get that pint for DeGrasse, we neglected to inform you that Buck was also there. With severe we, food poisoning. We left Buck in town for the oatmeal eating competition. We keep forgetting about Buck. I'm retconning in that he came back with Lyra. We planned to tell y'all. It just slipped the mind. <laughs> Forgot about hey, Buck. Hey, listen, listen. Never forget. Yeah. Never forget Buck. Maybe Buck yeah. should be a more active part of the group if he wants to be recognized. As one of <laughs> he was pretty. He was pretty active last year. Doesn't he drive the wagon? He yeah, also got food poisoning from your hick town. I told him not to eat it. I told him what hey, happened. Man, you eat that much oatmeal, you're not coming out unchanged. No. Yeah. So let's roll right into this. Well, DeGrasse, you 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 come to the 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 beginning of the Tillfield Homestead. You can see your old farm home, and there is a light in the window emanating from within could that be you know lyra since you're so fond of the sod are you just yelling this out yeah why don't me? you go check if that's him sent to kill me <laughs> Whoa! All right. i didn't know it was that serious um well uh, you know i have some blood on my or you know I've, i'm a wanted some man blood on my hands i'm a says. wanted man the 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 ha- the the, the timmer sorry the the sods, the manures, and the tillfields are a very Hatfield and McCoy story. Mm-hmm. And I did yell out very loudly where I was going. Um, I am going to kind of hop off the cart and flutter over to catch up with them and kind of... Well, he might be a little too drunk for this. I was going to do like a Mission Impossible, like, hey, you go that way, you can signal. Say, I might turn into a no. fly, fly under the door, and then fly under the uh, bedroom. Let's, how about you stay outside? Okay. I'm going to enjoy my beer. You Don't tell me. Yeah. Okay, let me have shh, shh, shh. these like five moments, and then when I say I'm ready, then you can tell me who that is. Okay, I'm okay? going to go peek in. I will not have this memory tainted. Window. Okay, enjoy your ale. Thank you. Sierra, would you like to join me? Uh, fine. Bazine, would you like to join me? Of course. There's enough beer here for the three of us, and there's enough sun sunshine, you know, there's a nice enough sunset for the whole world to enjoy. Let's just treasure this moment. That's actually really sweet, DeGrasse. Thanks, Bazine. And Lyra, you're going to go check on the, the, whatever the hell is going on inside yeah, the Tillfield Estate? snoop as quietly over to the window to look inside. Roll, discern realities for me. That's uh, eight straight up, and then that's plus my what now? Whiz. Whiz. Which I don't Which think you have any. nothing. So eight. That's eight. You get one hold. Ask me one question from the Discern Realities question. What happened here recently? And to describe that in narrative, as you approach and get closer and closer to this farmhouse, you notice that... Sorry. <laughs> the miasma seems closer than DeGrasse's recollection would have told you it would be. Is it hitting the building? It seems to 
have it's a little lighter but it's basically like on the edge it's, it's somehow the miasma by some account or some degree the miasma has moved here and hmm. is overlapping just so into this area of the farm hmm. to the point where you can sort of see the edge like the the wisps of miasma fog at the very edge of the what would be the line oh boy and inside when you uh, do you put your mask on oh yeah uh would i have it on me well yeah it's it's uh, very like it, it is like the piece of wanderer gear i guess okay yeah sure just in case and so you put your mask on and as you get closer and you start to get the miasma fog going through the filter it does just like it did back in Porter Plenty, it seems to still sort of burn your throat on the way down. Mm. And as you look in the window, you see people, humanoid people. Okay. But not quite people, also. In what way? And before I can tell you that, you hear a series of warbling howls from either side of you seem to be coming from underneath the porch very familiar warbling howls that you've heard at least several other times in the past couple of months if not through your whole career as a wanderer yeah um i'm going to jump off the porch into the air and call out guys we've got a problem and right as you sort of lift off from the porch four knights burst up from underneath the porch uh that doesn't sound good fuck and three of the the three of them start heading off bounding toward degrasse and sierra and bazine actually all four of them because they don't really have any other intended i'm just trying to drink my fucking beer you took to the air so all four of them are bounding toward uh degrasse and sierra and bazine I'm going to use my whip, and I'm going to grab one and kind of drag it back towards me with the serrated edge. All right. Uh, roll hack and slash. Oh, that's a 10. All right. Plus one, so that's 11. All right. Perfect. I'm going to do it. I do that. All right. Roll your damage. Uh, that's my d10, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yes. Okay. wanted to make sure I was still right on that. Okay. Eight. Hell yeah. All right, you fling your whip out with your talon. It wraps around the knight, right around its midsection. You pull back, and the amount of force that it was exerting to move forward is suddenly just put to a complete halt. And as the other three continue forward, this one just jerks back, and you can like see it basically vivisexed, Ooh. and the whip sort of closes around it like a vice. And just like squeezes it basically in half. And I'm assuming the acid leaks out at that point, which is fun. You retract the whip just in time for these two halves of this night to start leaking acid okay. into the dirt. <laughs> My whip is okay. I would never take the whip away, especially Thank not you. on a 10. Yeah. Or a 10 plus. Sierra, you've got three incoming nights. What do? What do you do? Can I first chuck the ale at one? Oh, do you have the ale? I mean, no. We're... Let me drink that. No, no I don't. Like you're, you're like fighting with the grass. Just give me the 
<coughs> no, no, I let you share the ale. It's not your ale to waste. Is your ale to drink or to give back to me? All right, I swig the ale and then I'm going to fight. Very right. good. What do you do? Please do a fire breather move and just like the the ale out at one of them. Dude, I'm a little like out of it. You're going to need to I handle this I feel like that's a bad one. idea to do near a house. <laughs> you, there's nothing left You're to burn. far enough away from it. You know what? It. If it does burn down, maybe that'll give me the closure I need. That's yeah, I might as well go for it then. Yeah, let's just give just that a go. Fucking I don't know what kind of move that would be. I don't think that's a. This isn't that, much of a I think structure. That counts anyway. as burning brand. It's effectively ruins now. I think if you summon a burning brand. I know, but I'm talking like I'm talking like spitting fire out of my mouth. I know that. that mm. I don't think that counts as a burning brand. I, I, here's what I'll do. I'll we can call it a burning brand, and it'll just be you can use you can sort of summon the fire and then spit the alcohol out as sort of a propellant. I about to say, let me just check and see that I don't actually have that as a move, so I'm not messing that up. Right. Uh, okay, yeah, so we're good. So say that again. So roll your uh, burning brand for me. Essentially, you put the spark of the flame in front of your mouth, and then right. there's a propellant. That works. Damn it. Ooh. What'd you roll? A four and a one. All right. Oh, yeah, this is five plus my constitution. That's seven. Okay, wow, there Hooray. you go. That is just enough <laughs> just, to not just fail. Just enough. That is just a enough. mixed success. Hooray. All right, so I can choose, I can choose one, so I'm probably close. So I'm trying to find. As far as the brand is concerned, it'd be close because you're just sort yeah, of, it's close. I'm just I'm, trying to you're find. sort of just doing like the uh, like a pilot light on your fingertip. Yep, mm-hmm. close and near. Yeah, close right. and near. And then I'd say roll a volley. Okay. I believe in you. That went better than last time. Yes. So yeah, that's a seven. That's a seven plus your dex. She has. No I dex. have no dex. <laughs> okay, so that's a seven. Too compact of a lizard. All right, on a seven or nine. Uh, you can choose one of the uh, negative options, which is you have to move to get the shot, placing you in danger of my choice. You have to take what you can get, one minus one d6 damage, or you have to take several shots, reducing your ammo by one. I don't necessarily think she'd have ammo. Right. I don't have ammo, so I guess I... You can take that one, or we could do, and that would be fine. But if you want to do something else, that's also fine. I'll take that one, because I don't really have ammo. Right. So that seems like the safe bet. Okay. I am the ammo. Well, I guess that reduces the ammo of she no longer has any ale left. Right. Okay, and, and, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And as we have done in previous situations where you wouldn't have any ammo, I'll just say you'll have to re-summon your burning brand if you want to do that again. Okay, that works. I'll live with that. Because we're sort of dealing with, like, uh, like the infinite ammo, but also you have to, you could potentially fuck up re-summoning the yeah. ammo. Yeah, I'll live with that. So roll your damage. Eight. Hell yeah. Woo! All right. You, <laughs> like, like a miniature version of uh, fuck. What's that dragon? Puff. No. Smog. Smog. smog yes. You like a mini, like a miniature smog. You just don't you mean Aragon. <laughs> Get the fuck out. And you take out two more of these uh these knights. Sweet. And they just start. They burn up there sort of uh, writhing in pain in the dirt and they pop. And then the final one is actually going to lunge at DeGrasse. DeGrasse, what will you do? Oh, dear. It's managed to be the last one and it is closed in the distance and it is hopping toward you. I'm going to break this glass over its head. 
Okay. I'm uh, gonna break these cuffs. You can't roll break me a hack and slash. D eight. Uh, two D six, plus your strength. Nice. That's a six, right? That is yeah. a six. I thought it's so a ten. So ten plus strength. Where's my? I think you're a weakling. Minus one. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> nine. Okay. Nine. All right. But the glass is gonna work though. Right. Uh, roll your damage, which I think is uh, not the D eight, right? It's still or is, it's the the D eight is for your uh, transform damage. Damage is D six. Yeah. Okay. okay. Two. Oof. All right. As this knight is sort of lunging at you, you take up this this tankard and you just <laughs> smash it yeah. against this thing's head. And now it creates a few shivs as well. Right. But uh, it is still moving in spite of this and it sort of just collapses on top of you knocking you over and then you can as it's resting on top of you you can feel it vibrating Mm -hmm. one of you one of you finish it finish it i have it pinned i have it pinned um and then it's also pinning me (laughs) and then it explodes really right now yeah i I couldn't get there fast no (laughs) shit it explodes on top of them that's what they do. That's literally that is one Damn, of their. Am I in- fucking hey, dead? Quick question. That quick is one question. of their instincts. Quick am question. I, quick question. Quick question. Yes. Is there like a like an animal trough or like some sort of small water thing? I would imagine nearby? so. Yes. Uh, back in the stables. I am going to fly over, pick up the grass, and dump him in wherever that is. <laughs> well, first I have to roll my damage. Can somebody hand me a d10? Never tiny d10. Thank you. Six. Six. Yeah. All right, and you're not wearing any armor, are you, Degrass? Uh, He's no. a druid, of course not. No, I'm not. You hurt my boy. Oh. Only the fine mental fortitude instilled in me by my father. So I think at the last second you realize this thing is going to explode on me. You turn and you fling it off of you, but in your drunken state you've only managed to fling it maybe two or three feet, and it... Yeah. And this sort of napalm-like greenish goop just splashes onto your your body like singes yeah it de- it burns very badly and this is where i grab him and dump him in water <laughs> and uh the yeah the grass is hurting it's very bad so and the grass you're suddenly airlifted off your feet off the ground and dumped into an old trough of water. Your coat is both wet and singed from the acid attack. Did that help, though? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll say. You're. I am probably very infected. You've got like uh, you've got little uh, like specks of where the acid hit you on like the neck and lower part of your jaw, and it, you're just sort of bleeding. Um, it's not very. De- it's not a very deep. It's not like a cut, but it, it's it's like a surface level <laughs> burn. But it's still. It smells probably pretty bad too. I'd imagine. And there's like some on your arm. You just got like pock marks where there is blood coming off yeah. of your body, where the acid sort of burned bit through the skin. Um, yeah. I shout for Spiegel, um, to come help, and then I turn tail and I make eye contact with Sierra and motion towards the house with a very angry, very determined look on my face. At that very moment, you see the door to the Tilfield homestead swing open and a very jovial-looking 
individual steps out onto the what remains of the porch. He's uh, got this uh, sort of purplish skin, white hair, red eyes, these strange jacks-like calcified horns on his head that go up and back down the length of his uh, scalp. And he's wearing what looks like a military jacket with one of the sleeves completely removed. And he's got a very intricate series of uh, tattoos leading up his arm. But only two arms. It's like a cool look. Only two arms. And he's got a tail. All right. What kind of tail? Like, like, uh... Tiefling-esque or... Tiefling-esque, I would say. What the hell? And he looks at the scene. He looks at this, this, this poor child in this basin, this bird girl and the salamander, and the destroyed porch, and he just sort of scratches his white locks yeah i'm uh, sorry about the dogs there uh they don't tend to like it when uh, strangers roam about how are you folks doing great you're the strangers in this situation i'm afraid this house belongs to my friend who your dogs nearly killed um you have about five seconds to explain yourself or i will fling you bodily off the property father <laughs> uh no chance son Huh. I'm not kidding. I don't. Think, I guess you don't look like him much. Well, wishful, I, uh, wishful thinking. I suppose. Five. That's fine for you to understand. But uh, four. Lyra. You know, I didn't exactly used to look Lyra. like this, now, did I? Three. Lyra. Father. Two. Lyra. Can Father. We get, let's ask some questions you, first. You. She is very testy. You did hurt my friend one and a half. So if you would like to explain yourself quickly. No, no. And if I'm not mistaken, did I do any? Harm to anyone here. Okay. At all. One, okay. your dogs, your responsibility. One and a half. Okay, first things first, before she kills you, what What are you? Who are you? Uh, and uh, why are you here <laughs> then? Before we get into her probably murdering you. Well, uh, my name is... He bows deeply. Coming back up, sort of very showman-like. My name is Woodstock Primrose. Is that supposed to mean something? Uh, well, not particularly to uh, you folk, but it does mean a lot to the people I'm in here with. Who's with you? Oh, uh, j- <laughs> that, that's going to take some explaining. Uh, would you mind not killing me for a, a moment, if you would just give me that, please? If you can explain yourself within the next ten minutes, then I will hold off. I assure you I can explain myself in full. And uh, my compatriots as well. Uh, boys, we have visitors. And uh, Woodstock heads out onto the lawn. He's sort of surveying the damage that you've done. And behind him is just this sort of rogues gallery of individuals with purple-hued skin, humanoid, uh, various heights, and various, you could almost call them mutations. In the way that Woodstock has horns and a tail, there is a short figure with two very large, sort of like Hellboy-style hands. Are they all wearing military uniforms? No, just Woodstock. The other ones are wearing, they're either, uh, some of them look like they were farmers, maybe from the area of Oxbow, from what you can tell. Others look like they were dressed for hotter climates, maybe mm-hmm. something around uh, Glasstown. But they all have one thing in common. And that is the the strange hue to their skin and the these sort of chitinous 
mutations. Mutations, yes. What are you? Excuse me for one moment, Mr. Primrose. Um, Lyra turns back. Please, please, madam. It, it, Woodstock would be fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, she turns back to the cart. Are Bazine or Hollybell or Spiegel out? Spiegel has like rushed out of the cart to go tend to the grass, and he's okay. at the same. He's blessing the water. He's like got his hand in the oh, water, cool. and you can see the water is actually sort of glowing brightly in the grass. You feel a lot better, even though you're a little wet. Yeah, I feel pretty good. It's like a warm jacuzzi from the waist down. Yeah, this is. And you're like you're like bad. trying to like scrunch down so that you're more in the water. <laughs> yeah, just. It helps that he's skinny. In my opinion, in my opinion, these people have purple hues on them. The miasma is purple. Yes, dear. We know. I believe they come from the miasma. Mm-hmm. I think we put. I think. Thank, we, thank you very much. Two and two. Yes, dear. I think we put that together. Just grass. Thank you, though. To make it clear. Darling, please. Stay put. I'm going to curl uh, up in the fetal position. Is Bazine like poking his head out? I mean, he was with oh, you yeah, guys. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. He was Bazine, already out. Bazine um, is watching this happen, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bazine, can you please stay out here? Don't let him come in because I'd really rather he not get in any more trouble than he's already in. It's fine. I'll supervise the children. Uh, if we don't come back and talk to you in 10 minutes, assume the worst. Do you, do you really think these people are going to do something like that? When you keep deadly acid dogs under your porch, I don't really assume the best of them. I don't think they're going to do anything too bad. Something about them says they just want to live peacefully. Then they can live peacefully somewhere that they cannot hurt us. Yeah, but we'll just talk to them because something's off. Just keep an eye out. And I'll say that the full retinue of Woodstock's crew is the, the halfling with the big hands. The uh, like ever long hands. Yes. Uh, Woodstock himself with his uh, horns and tail mm-hmm. and full red eyes. And orc with sort of uh, goat horns almost. And uh, the, 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 ha- the orc also has what look like uh, digitigrade legs. Ooh. So not, not like a, not human legs. Yeah. Similar to like a goat or a rat where it's got like the multiple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And two humans. Or to what look like they would be humans. One with uh, like a, one very large arm with that ends in sort of a blade. Mm-hmm. And the other with similar sort of situation, but with his leg. Okay. Ooh. They're cool. I like this odd bunch. Well, these are my people. That's great. Um, I guess. Oh, are we heading in as we speak? <laughs> I mean, if you wouldn't, would you like to come in? I suppose we shall, since it's actually my friend's property. I have so, rats. Let's... Like alive rats or dead rats? Dead. dead rats. Like, did you cook them or are they just corpses? I can cook them easily. She, yes. Oh. That is very morbid. Yeah. I like it. Okay. First off, I guess since we're going through the niceties, my name is Lyra Greyfeather. This here is Sierra Scorchkin. My friend, who your dogs happen to fry a little bit, uh, out there is the rightful owner of this house, DeGrasse Tillfield. Do you want to explain why you're here? Well, let's see. Uh, I, like a lot of my friends here, uh, was called into the miasma, so to speak. We come from all around uh, Shard, and something just brought us out here. And rather than die, we uh, changed. And 
can't exactly go back to living in the uh, proper bergs. So we're out here. Sort of just expressing our squatter's rights. And if this is that lad's house, I apologize. I didn't know. He hasn't... If it's his place, he really should have been taking care of it. But... He's been out of town for a bit. So... The abominations, they don't... Oh, that's very rude to call them that. They're they're very... <sighs> they're, they're good dogs. Lyra, they're good dogs. You can tell me that. But a whole rain of them just destroyed most of my hometown of Portopleni, so I'll I think I'll stick to my my opinions on and this. I, and I'm very very sorry to hear that, but you are not in Portopleni anymore, if you didn't notice. I'm aware of that. Just so you know, they attacked us, and I've only ever been attacked by these knights. So, again, I'm going to stick to my guns on that. Horace, bring bring the dogs. I'll show you, they can be just as nice as anybody. Please don't. You said you were pulled into the miasma. Well, I did say that. So... And he, after he called out to Horus, the, uh, the orc with the horns sort of walked around back, and you see him coming back around with a couple more knights. And they seem docile. Do you remember anything while you were there? Well, in, in, in the miasma. Besides the fact that you came out changed? Well, I didn't exactly come out now, did I? I went in, and, uh, you know, most people, they stay in the miasma for longer than any of us have, and they keel over and expire, so to speak. But uh, I suppose me and Horace and Andy and Rock were lucky. Oh, Faye too. Faye too. Lucky enough. We've been... It ain't just us. We've run into plenty of folk. Uh, Some come from a, a town... Just, uh, south of here? Are there... Have you met any high wings? Have I met... I've met a few, yeah. My fr- Uh... You know what? My friend Io will be back any moment now. He went a little further north. Do you know anyone by the name of Io? What's the last name on that one? His name's Io Fortunato. Would I know him? You don't know Io. Okay. Would Io know her? I think maybe if Vaguely anything, of, if anything you've probably heard the Fortunato name. Yeah. Probably don't know the family, though. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Your dad and your mom might. Maybe. They know everyone. Passively, but yeah. You've never heard of the Fortunatos. Mm-hmm. You said you met a few. That's one. Well, I've met all kinds out here, and we ain't, we're ain't. we not exactly, you know. The the dichotomy doesn't match one-to-one with people in uh, Shard. Have you met any... Family members of the Menor family? Menors, Menors. Ah. Elves? Ah, ah. Met a couple of people coming out of, uh, said they came out of Oxbow. Uh, they didn't seem to like each other very much. <laughs> One of them was, in fact, an elf. Yeah, elf, couple of orcs, uh, human. They really did not get along very well, but they were traveling just the same together, like the rest of us. This, this call you're talking about, what's, what's it like? Well, it's, it's, for me at least, I haven't really asked the other fellas what their uh, experiences were, you see. It was a very, very pretty voice that sort of just uh, called out to me, told me I needed, where I needed to go, what I needed to do, and where I needed to be. And it just felt right to move my feet in that direction, so to say. And then, before I knew it, I was in uh, the miasma. 
and I met up with a couple of folks who were a little further along than I am even now, and they told me that they were called out as well, and they didn't die, and they changed. And you should have seen these fellas. They were a sight, truly. I know... I know you've changed physically, but is there anything else? Well, not me particularly, and not a lot of people I know. Uh, some of the ones who are a little, who have stayed a little longer, uh, they get a little weird, to be completely honest. Hmm. They, they talk to themselves or talk to somebody. I wouldn't be completely surprised if it was that, that pretty little voice again. Hmm. And the ones that do, they don't tend to stay out here on the periphery. They head inland, further into the miasma, looking for something. Have you ever heard of the abdicated throne? Sounds familiar now that you say of it. That's where they say they're going. They say it's out northwest. Sounds like right where we're headed. Oh, is that so? Isn't that lovely? You, uh, where are you uh, cold out here? You could say that. Not... Did you hear? Did you hear too? Not, not that not sort that of call. Voice. Oh, okay. Pardon me. Excuse me. Although we we did hear from someone who likely heard the same thing you did. Hmm. Well, it is a once in a lifetime experience. I will tell you that much. Do you want to pet my dogs? I I, I promise they're as gentle as lambs. I I'll, can't promise. I am. I'll pet the dogs. Thank you. You won't regret it, I promise. What I recognize as military uniform? The military uniform is actually very old. It, it looks pre... It looks like pre. It looks like something you would find in the miasma itself. It looks pre, pre-shard. Pre-interdependency. Oh my god, he's been around for a while. Do you remember anything about before you went into the miasma? Well, you might not be able to tell by the horns and, uh... The tail and the eyes. I lived in a place that doesn't exist anymore. I didn't have any of this here kit. I was just a uh, regular, a regular person, a town guard. Always had an name Woodstock. That's about all I can uh, remember. Hmm. And then uh, I was out here, and I ran into some folk, and then I ran into some more folk who wanted to stick around with me. Well, you seem not interested in doing nearly as much damage as your dogs did, so, uh... I'm telling you, they just didn't know who you were. They are kind of sweethearts. Not the ones that we had to kill because they were trying to kill you. If I had gotten out here in time, I could have called them off. I apologize. That's on me. It is. As the current inhabitant of this here state, I extend the most plaintive of olive branches to you, Miss Lyra. I'm afraid that I'm not the one you need to extend that to as long as uh, my friend Mr. Tillfield comes out of the woods properly and uh, you get his blessing, then perhaps we'll come to some sort of agreement. Okay. And if he says no, I'm sure we can find someplace else to bed down for a while. We can at least make camp someplace. I'm sorry about all this. Are you enjoying petting the dogs? Oh yeah, they're really sweet. And like these, these, these are knights. You're, these are running all knights. And uh, there's Horace, and he's sort of got his hands on the like the smalls of their backs, and you're able to walk up to them and sort of run your hand down this like 
weird, sluggish, like, flabby skin that they have. Can you remind me what they look like properly? Like, imagine a banana slug and a gray wolf crossed. <laughs> I imagine them kind that of looking like... horrifying. Electrikes from Pokemon, where they're this kind of just wonky well, shape. No eyes. Eyeless, one. okay. Yeah, they are, they are eyeless. They, they're, they're, they're like a, a banana slug and a wolf and a xenomorph. That's like Annihilation Bear level terrifying. Yeah. yeah. But these things are they're very they're they're like when you run your hand down their like their like the, the the nape of their neck and their head, they actually sort of uh, warble. <laughs> you know, like a weird like like it's like if you've ever held your ear up to a lava lamp. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I have actually. <laughs> Blorp. Blorp. Yeah, blue. And they they now that you're actually this close to them, you you and they're not attacking you. You they have like. They well, you know, they have like canine teeth. He's showing me a, a xenomorph dog thing. Ah. Oh god! <laughs> and like, <laughs> like they, they have the the canine teeth, and they have the dog tongue, mm-hmm. and they they actually seem like and they're like sort of just sit, uh, sitting there, very attentive, uh, panting. Yeah, that's, I gotta admit that's kind of cute. Lyra's not gonna say it, but oh, yeah. I will. <laughs> and they're they're very receptive of pets. And uh, at one point, Horace actually takes his hand off of the small of the one closest to use back, and it actually sort of nuzzles up against your leg. At, even at the, like even on all fours, it is basically as high up as you are because you are a wolf. You Aww. are short. I could have definitely used you earlier in the days. So as it sort of like nuzzles up against you, it actually does sort of push you a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Like a fucking Saint Bernard. And then, like, the other two sort of wander over to you, and they start sort of uh, circling around you. It, it, it's, it's, it's actually very nice. And they're, they're weirdly, they're, like, what you would normally associate with, with knights out in the miasma is, like, when they, they, like, start to rumble like that, they're going to, like, explode. But this they seem to be, like, sort of, undul- like, not undulating exactly, but sort of, like, vibrating at a different, like, more, a more pleasant, less harsh frequency. Purring. Almost, yes. Lyra is still kind of on edge. Uh, that's understandable. And DeGrasse, where are you in all this? I've just been enjoying the view this he's whole time. He's sitting in a trough. Yeah, he's just sitting in the trough. Sitting in the trough looking out the window. Yeah. <laughs> and the you, you see uh, Lyra and Woodstock conversing, and then at one point uh, DeGrasse, Woodstock points over toward you and looks back at Lyra. Lyra shakes her head, and then Woodstock heads over to you in the trough. Trough boy. Trough boy. Trough gang. How are you doing there, uh, Mr. Tillfield, is it? Yeah, it is. I've just been enjoying this view, man. I've had a really rough day. Yeah, it's a wonderful place, isn't it? It's pretty nice. It was nicer before, you know, everyone died, but... <laughs> well, you can say that about a lot of places. You indeed can. I mean, and this place and, is And no if, if I can be so bold, I could... I would say that it... <laughs> It's even more beautiful now with uh, more people living in it than there were when we found it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't realize that this is the most people I've seen in this house in quite a long time. Is that so? Yeah, long time. Hmm. Well, you're you're welcome to... It, this was your place, and it, this is your yeah, place. It is, if you, it very much is my place. I mean, Mr. Mr. Tailfield, if, if I could ask if you would have us to stay around for... Oh, well, we don't really have a lot of other places to go. 
You know what? I'll tell you this. The Tillfields are always a charitable bunch. And I do feel that it is probably the best for my sanity and ultimate life sort of journey if I don't stay here long term. And you seem like a nice enough guy. Um, so, yeah. Take good care of it for me, will you? Oh, we'll be sure to. Very good. If, if you want, we can start on uh, repairs and get this place looking uh, ship shape in no time. Hell yeah, man! I mean, and I can't, I can't copy for the rep- comp you for the repairs. But oh, there's no, no need, no need. We, if you're gonna do it, you know, you know, by all means, this place needs a little bit of a fix up. If you go into the basement, under the under the chest of drawers, there's the original blueprints. I'd very much like it. You know, you don't have to do this since you'll be here most of the time. But I'd very much like it if it was built to the old way it was built. And it'll be as much for us as it'll be for you, Mr. Tailfield. Thank you very much. I like I like you. You're all right. You know what? And I like you too, son. Thank you. I cannot begin to thank you for allowing us to stay here. Oh no, it's quite all right. I mean, I didn't really allow you. I could, you kind of I was here, and then you guys were kind of here. But you know what? Well, I mean, you were you were fully within your rights to, to keep no, us but, out. No, but oh, I guess now I am technically allowing you. Yes, um, but but it's okay. I mean, you. It seems like you couldn't have done anything more to help the place. It looked like this when I left it. And myself, much. Horace, Andy, Faye, we all thank you for your hospitality. Oh, well, you know, tell them it's all right. It's, you know, at least I can do. It's what we Tealfields do. I Charitable bunch, it. like I said. Woodstock turns toward the group of you and uh, sort of addresses the crowd. So, uh, where are you lot heading off to next? Just like you said, northwest. Oh, up to uh, looking for the abdicated throne then probably well I'd be careful about that and I wouldn't overstay your welcome especially if you weren't cold out here then you're probably not wanted sorry to say we've we've had our fair share of warnings and I'm a I'm afraid I'm a bit too stubborn to turn back now there's there's something important there's someone important that I need to help I understand completely and I don't know how much good this will do you out there, but if you do run into more people like us, more uh, miasma folk, I don't know how far uh, the name Woodstock Primrose gets in those circles. I don't know everybody, but I know plenty of people, especially in the nearby areas, but if they're too far gone along, they might not really care that much. Mm. I wish you the best. And also, thanks for not taking my head off back there. That was very considerate of you. I try. Thanks. Thanks for the information. Yeah, of course. Okay. Off we scoot. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's about time we got out of Oxbow. Yeah. And as the sun sets on the Tillfield homestead, and the Miasma folk begin their reparations to the land, you guys pile back into Bazine's Bazaar, I mean, you gotta admit, it's one hell of a sunset. That it is. I'll give you that. And you all watch the sunset from the porch of Bazine's Bazaar as it begins to get back underway, heading deeper into the miasma or back toward Lockstock? Towards Lockstock. Okay.
Thank you for listening to Play by Podcast. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, I'm Michael. You can find me at a real writer on Twitter. You can also follow the show itself on Twitter at Play by Podcast, and you can follow our parent network, Abnormal Mapping, <laughs> at Abnormal Mapping on Twitter. You can also donate to their Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Abnormal Mapping. And you can follow our parents on Twitter, too. <laughs> Abnormal Mapping. Abnormal yeah, Mapping. Abnormal Mapping. They've got great Abnormal shows. <laughs> We've made a theme song. Don't worry, guys. Jackson M., I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jackson M., clip this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, where can we find the rest of you? Lyra? Sorry. Laura? Who am I? In hell. Uh <laughs> Underscore not my division underscore on Tungle, also known as Max Cool Jazz. And Leon? Uh, at Slap Cats with a Z, also known as the Lean King. I uh, actually just changed my uh, my username. It's not Keep Calling Klingon anymore. Cause I'm, cause <gasps> you I need... son of a bitch! No, I, I'm going to... I'll go back if I need it, but I really need to, for portfolio purposes... We I need, talked uh, about this! I need Don't to be have, a sellout! No, I need to have a freaking tool? No, I need to have it because because we've been discussing in class that uh, Twitter is more valuable that for networking purposes than a website, so it's just Liam Higgins 97 now. All right. I couldn't get Liam Higgins. <laughs> well, wait uh, three months until he changes it yeah, back I'll to go Keep back Kong to, Klingon. I'll do that. It's, yeah. just, it's a tough one to say. and It's great. It's a good one, but i that's still my PSN ID. I'll never change a... my PSN ID on PSN. I'm going to be playing Spider-Man by myself, so yeah. no one bother me. <laughs> I want to say, if we're gonna be, are we giving out PSNs? <laughs> by the way, I did download Destiny, too. The, the, so we can do that. Finally, anyway. I ha- I've had it for a while. I told you that. I've oh, had if it you for want a anyway, two, if you want anyway. a Blizzard IDs too, <laughs> yeah, let, let us know. We'll, if you, we'll if you want to raid with me and Liam, get on PSN. No. Oh, okay. Anyway, thanks right, for watching. Yeah, thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. Have a good one.